Hey Ashley. Hey Olivia. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. And we're back. Cheers. Cheers. What are you drinking? Mm, some wine that someone left at my party. Mmm. An unopened Oops. bottle. Winey. Very whiny. <laughs> Love it. Opened it like four days ago and then I'm really bad at drinking these days, so. Well, yeah. Figured drink it before it goes bad during the podcast. We have a box of white wine that has been in our fridge for like, <sighs> I think it's like over a year. Uh-huh. Like somebody brought it to a party, but we can't even remember what party it was. Yeah. And it's almost full. Like, I think maybe one person had one glass from it. Nice. So, I don't know what to do with it. Oh, like boxed wine. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I I thought like a case of wine. Oh, that would be... Yeah. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's a lot. (laughs) No, no. A box of wine. And I think I'm going to cook with it, but I usually like recipes only call for like a cup. Right. Or have a cup. You can make cheese fondue. Oh, but does it call for a whole... Box? I think it calls for a lot. Okay, that's good to know. Doesn't risotto call for a lot of wine also? I was going to make a risotto, but it only called for like a cup. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Which I I may, I will still do it, I'm sure, but it just feels like yeah. that's not going to make a huge dent in the box of wine. Yeah. I used to think that that was a lot of wine, so maybe fondue is the same. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what are you drinking? All this I'm wine talk. Back to my old standby, the gin and tonic. G and T. Yep. Nice. Good old G and T. With it. some uh, terroir. Yes. Yeah. It's been a, a while. Little St. George. Mm-hmm. A little St. Nick. Who can still sponsor us if they want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. St. George, we would love... Love, love to be sponsored by you. Love. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we reading? So we read The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Mm -hmm. What was it about? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I think the title kind of explains it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Uh, um, Great book about... What, one, two, three, four people that go to a house in the hills <laughs> that no one has been to in, what, 20 years? Uh-huh. Um, Except for the caretakers. They're oh, right, like the caretakers. There, yeah. But never at night. Never at night. They leave before the night comes. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the request, they all meet there at the request of this doctor. Mm-hmm. That wants to study the paranormal activity in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's the tale of their time. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Just on the spot, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the tale of their time. <laughs> that should be, like, on the cover. It was the tale of their time. <laughs> Gosh, I should write books. <laughs> you should write books and you should write blurbs. There you go. That's what I should do. That's a lot easier. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's hard to distill so much into a little quote. I mean, you see how quickly I came up with Tale of Their Time. So. You're a genius. <laughs> I'm a natural. <laughs> it's your gift. It, it is. I was looking for what my gift was. Mm-hmm. Finally found it. Yeah. 
All right, what'd you think? We read this because you were already reading it. Yes, so I read it. I became slightly obsessed with Shirley Jackson. Mm. Um, so my story of Shirley Jackson <laughs> is that sit have down, I told children. You this yeah, no. wait. when I was like probably around twelve, and I was always a big oh. reader. My dad was like, Ashley, I have a great story for you to read. You're going to love it. And he, like, um, went to our desktop computer and printed something off on the printer and then handed it to me and was like, read it. And the second you finish it, we're going to talk about it. And I was like, okay. Okay. And what he handed me was the lottery. Have you read the lottery? I haven't. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, then I can't go into a lot of details. But for any of our (laughs) listeners who have read the lottery... Like, just imagine 12-year-old Ashley reading the lottery. <laughs> it's like, it's twisted. It's really, really good. It was a book, or it was a short story that she wrote for The New Yorker, I think. Okay. Um, And when it was published, like, supposedly a bunch of, I mean, it got, like, the most mail, response mail, that oh. The New Yorker had, like, ever had, because people were, like, horrified. Um, oh, gosh. And I apparently, I, I read, like, a few things about it, um like, people writing about the popularity of the lottery, because it's, like, mm-hmm. it's basically, if you know, if you don't really know Shirley Jackson, you might mm-hmm. know the lottery, and it's, like, the one of her pieces that is, I think, the most anthologized, like, it's in, okay. it's in so many, like, um, you know, Norton anthologies, and, like, intro to college lit kind of classes. Right. Um, and I've so people have written about it, but apparently that... At that time, they didn't, like, clearly always label, like, short story versus, like, nonfiction in The New Yorker, and people thought it was real, and they were freaking out. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, like, it was a big, it was a big story. So, I read that a long time ago, and in the back of my head, that was always a story I thought was really good. Like, I taught it to students when I was in the classroom, too. Okay. Um, And so, that's all I knew of Shirley Jackson, and then I found a copy of the lottery in a compilation of short stories and I read that and I was like oh my god she's so good I forgot and so then Mm -hmm. I was like oh I have to reread all of her stuff and so I started with The Haunting of Hill House and now I'm trying to like read her other stuff too um like we we were always born in this house something like that um Mm -hmm. and I think for whatever reason um she's kind of like coming back in popularity like the Netflix show based on The Haunting of Hill House just came out and That other book I just mentioned, we all live, we always lived in the castle. I think is what it's called. Uh huh. There's a a movie version of that too. I think it's on Netflix right now. So, oh, she was kind of like forgotten, um, not really paid attention to because interestingly enough, she was a working writer mm-hmm. and she wrote like like nonfiction for Good Housekeeping and Red Book. Uh-huh. And so she was, like, beloved by housewives of, like, the 1950s for her, like, nonfiction about, you know, her funny life with her kids. And uh-huh. there's, like, a, a compilation that's uh, really popular or was at one time called um, Living with the Savages or something. But, like, it's mm-hmm. about, like, I mean, obviously we don't use that word now like that. But <laughs> right. <laughs> but her kids, like, living with her yeah. kids, the wildness of her kids. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people thought of her as like just like women's women's pieces and didn't pay attention oh. to like her as a big literary figure except for maybe the New Yorker piece. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's a long 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 story to say that I've become <laughs> very obsessed um with Shirley da- Jackson yeah. recently and I wanted to 
Well, I was telling you about the book, mm-hmm. um, and you were like, let's read it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, kind of forgot how that story started. But <laughs> Sorry. I, um, <laughs> I no, rambled. it was great. I really appreciated it. Um, it reminded me of what you're saying about her story being in the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that, was it um, Orson Welles when he read uh, the War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds on radio yes. and people freaked out? Yes, 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 yes. It reminded me of that. And that's I funny. love that. So good. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I didn't know anything about her. I was forced to watch the Netflix show version oh. of this by somebody. Did you like um, it? I mean, forced sounds like maybe you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not one that typically le- like leans towards scary shows. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Ugh, I don't want to watch it. But we watched it anyways. And I wasn't that scared. Uh-huh. And then that person was very concerned that I wasn't scared watching it. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. But um, this book, even when I started reading it, I was like, this isn't scary either. What's going on? Like, I don't know. Everyone's scared by this. And then I got to page like 80 or something. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like when they're like, hear the banging in the mm-hmm. hallway. It's like the first scary thing that happens. I feel, oh gosh, well, yes. at least in my opinion. I don't yeah. remember if there was stuff before, but um. I was, like, sitting in my quiet house that is also awkwardly loud with, like, the fridge and, like, heater and everything. Yeah. And so, as I was just, like, sitting there reading it in silence, any sound that happened, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's been uh, hard to sleep. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I agree. Like, I when I first started it, I was like... Oh, it doesn't seem that scary, but I like her style of writing, so I think Mm -hmm. I'll like just the story, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll get scared of it, and I don't know, she just does, like, this great job of, like, putting you, like, not at ease, putting you at dis-ease, and I can't even put my finger on what made it that way, like, I I was trying to look back through and to find, like, explicit quotes, and just, like, the vibe, the tone was just not... Not at ease. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I mean, it was great. No, it, but it was, was great. Like, yeah, scary. Like, there's just something about it. And I was like, when also, okay, I was like, I read it so quickly and was mm-hmm. just like flying through it. Um, and there was one evening where I was like by myself on the couch, and I really wanted to continue reading, but I could just tell that it was about to get scarier, mm-hmm. and I was like. I want to read what happens next, but I know that I'm not going to sleep if I do that. So I, like, had to put it down and be like, I'm going to sleep now. I'm going to, like, come back to it when it's light out. (laughs) I think that was, like, shortly before we talked, because I I feel like that's the last thing I heard you say about it. And it was like, you had to put it down because you had to go to sleep. And so when I started reading it, I was like, what is she talking about? (laughs) It was actually, like, hard for me to get into at first, as I was like, this isn't scary, this isn't what I signed up for, we should do a different book. (laughs) I'm mad. (laughs) And then I, yeah, kept going, and I was like, oh, I get it, I get it, it's really scary, (laughs) I can't do this. Then it just took me way longer to read it, because I couldn't, like, read it for long periods of times. Yeah. 
Well, especially when you have, like, you, literally right now your creepy mannequin sitting behind you. And your, That's like, true. glass uh, mirror. Like, yeah. your house has some creepy shit in it. <laughs> and my ghost. <laughs> and your ghost, yes. Yeah. But he's cool. Like, he's not going to write anything on the walls. Oh, my you God. Know? That was so creepy. Which, okay, there's a few things. Wait, what? wait. Okay. I was going to jump in. What I was going to say earlier is we should say now, uh-huh. if you haven't read the book, pause oh. go read the book and then come back because like i want to talk about specifics but i don't want to ruin right. any of the scares okay yeah good point <laughs> okay so sorry do that now <laughs> um, okay you're back and you're back so <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh there's so many parts of this book so the first part where i was like whatever called that one where i was like this just sounds like the winchester mystery house and then oh, they yeah. were like there was a line in there, I can't remember where it is, but yes. like, yeah, he sort of was thinking of the Winchester Mystery House or something like that. And I was like, called it. This isn't even that interesting. <laughs> that Which made is, me laugh. I think like three pages before it gets scary, so. I think she like grew up in the, either in San Jose or the Bay Area. Like she's oh, cool. from around here. And so, um, yes, like. I was reading it, and I was like, I know she's definitely, like, inspired by the Winchester Mystery House. And then literally called it out, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then, the, like, the writing on the walls and all that stuff reminded me of Harry Potter. Oh, yes, And yes, I was yes. like, did J.K. Rowling steal that from here? Because it's creepy in both places. That's well, true. It is. I feel like the part that was scariest to me mm-hmm. was that night where, like, she's like, oh, fuck so creepy oh. even think about describing how she's like holding hands with theo and oh. like the whole house is shaking uh-huh. and there's all this noise uh-huh. and like it's so scary and then she realizes that she was not holding theo's <laughs> hand i'm like getting chills right now and there's literally someone like in their <gasps> kitchen right now and i can <gasps> hear them walking around uh, i hate this so much i have chills on my neck <laughs> oh i'm like really looking behind s- myself I'm gonna need to sleep at Daniel's house tonight. <laughs> You're like looking around. There's someone hitting something. Creepy. It sounds like they're rolling a rolling pin across their floor. Maybe they're making pie crust on the ground. On ground the ground crust. at 8 p.m. I mean, I often make a good ground crust. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, you? You are known for your ground crust. <laughs> it's on my resume. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like that time you made me like latkes or something when we were all at Julia's old house and there was cat hair in all of <laughs> Okay, is that my fault or is that the house's fault? Is that the haunting of <laughs> Julia's house? I think both. <laughs> I mean, okay. I was like, I can't eat this. <laughs> it's mostly hair. Ew, I don't remember the hair. There's a photo somewhere. It pops up every once in a while. I'll send it I to remember you making those. I just don't I blocked out the fur. <laughs> I think okay, we'll add it to the Trunk of the Book Instagram on our story when I find it. I believe it's on my Instagram profile somewhere. In like the early two thousands of me being like, um, Ashley wants me to eat cat hair. <laughs> Like not knowing what Instagram is. Oh my god. Um. Okay. What What other thoughts do you have on this book? 
Okay, my other big thought is I feel like this book is, like, so very clearly queer. Yes. But then every time I went to, like, read about it, it was like, oh, you know, some people think there might be queer themes, but that may or may not be true. Or you could read into it, but you could also not. And I was like, what? What? No. It's like 100%. Hello. It's queer. Yeah. What are they talking about? Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Oh, the relationship between Theo and Eleanor is just, I mean, you could read it that way if you really had to force yourself. And I was like, um, are we reading the same book? (laughs) Yeah, that is not okay. What is, um, god, what's the older sister's name? Oh yeah, oh, Crane. Old Miss Crane. Crane. Okay. Um, so that's on page 56. Um. Oh, Yes. But when they're talking about her, two things. One, mm-hmm. I was like, am I going to be known as, like, do they say, like, stuck in the difficulties of love, which is what they said about any woman who decided to live alone. Right. I was like, is this going to be me? Is that oh, what people are going to no. tell about me when I'm, like, long gone? Like, oh, Olivia struggled in the throes of love because oh, she decided to live alone. But then, also, she had a young companion. Yes, exactly. And that, like, the sister was, the other sister was so mad. Mm -hmm. The companion got all the things. And the townspeople were, like, sort of scandalized. Yeah. I feel like there's so many themes of queerness in here. As soon as I read that, I was like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. It seems so obvious to me. Yeah. And, like, I didn't mark any of the lines, but, like, Eleanor, come on. Like, mm-hmm. the first thing that she does when she gets there, she's like, I'm going to wear pants. I would never wear pants usually, but I'm going to be brave and I'm going to wear pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, she's like, oh, I really feel like I should like Luke, but he's boring and disgusting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Theo is so fascinating and I want to live with her. And oh my God, like, yeah, journey, what was it? Journeys, journeys end in lovers meeting. Like, she's mm-hmm. saying that to herself. Like, it's so obvious. Yeah. No, totally. And even, like, she tries to, like, copy a lot of what Theo does, too, Mm -hmm. um, which I see as her not only just, like, wanting to be more like her, but also very, like, in love with her, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, when she decides that she has her own apartment and, like, she makes up that story to kind of be more appealing in the eyes of Theo is, like, what I thought and not just, like... To try and be like her, you know? Yeah, Um, no, totally. And her, like, first question when Theo was talking about it was, like, oh, are you married? Mm -hmm. She's, like, no. And, like, I feel like Theo, like, laughs about it. Yeah. That Theo's, like, so very clearly coded as, like, queer or the terminology that would have been used in this time period. Right. And I feel like in that moment, this is sort of what you were talking about, too. Like, there's, like, an uneasiness to this book and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. But there's an awkwardness too. Like you could feel yes. kind of that like tension in that yes. in that one moment there. Totally. Um, she's really good a really good job at that. Yeah, I mean I in my opinion, if I were to write a really good term paper on this book, uh-huh. <laughs> I would be making the argument that like the the house and like what's like coming out of Eleanor as a result of being in the house is like mm-hmm. the sort of corollary to her like queerness and right 
coming oh. into herself, like coming out in that way. Look at you. Yeah, I still got it. That's <laughs> really good. But like, I mean, <laughs> she's the one who's haunted. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like the secrets. The house is like, Eleanor, you're here. Eleanor, come stay with us. And it all sort of starts when the men leave. Mm-hmm. I want to believe that there's, like, a line that says, Eleanor, live in the closet. Come out of the closet. That's <laughs> yeah. not what happens, but I feel like it's the equivalent. I think so. Um, <laughs> now I'm like, am I making this up? Wasn't there a line? Something like that. Was <laughs> there a closet line? <laughs> I don't know if there was a closet line, but I feel like there was, like, a come out line. There, Yeah, it was very, I mean, the language was. It just, it seemed like, okay, the house was revealing what Eleanor's been trying to hide. Right. Just like being around Theo is revealing what, what she's she was been trying, trying to, to hide. hide. Yes. So, quick aside. Yes. So, like, as we're saying, come out, come out. Reminds me of this story. One time my friend Matt was house-sitting for other family friends of ours, and their house at the time was haunted. Mm. We all knew it. So when he was alone house-sitting... We called him from blocked numbers and just would whisper. Oh my god! We just whisper, get out! Oh my god, that's horrible! It was amazing. It was really funny because he called my dad right after and was like, "Oh my god, I think I need to get out of this house. Something bad is happening." Oh my god, that's so mean. It was, but you know, I feel like he probably deserved it for something. Oh my god. We were the writing on the walls. We you were, were we were the hill house you for him. Mhm. Um yeah, this book unexpectedly pulled me in. Mhm. Did you watch the show? No, I haven't seen okay. it at all. I'm wondering and like I didn't finish the series. I watched the first like couple episodes. I'm wondering if the family like in the show, there's a mom, a dad, and two kids. And the mm-hmm. mom, if I'm remembering correctly, sort of loses her mind in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the four of them are supposed to be, like, the original mm-hmm. family in there. And then they just combined it all. Yeah, I was reading, like, a little bit about the show. And they were, like, it sounds like a lot of the characters' names are, like, Shirley and like other people mm-hmm. that are named in this book but not the same characters in the show is that right yeah if if i'm remembering correctly again Interesting. i only watched the first few episodes and it was like right when it came out but um when i was reading that the original family there was like a dad and a mom mm-hmm. who died and two kids like mm-hmm. that sounds like the family that lives in the house currently in the show well, okay, yeah, that was the other thing that was very creepy. There was, like, all of that, like, incest stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Like, very disturbing. Like, the man, Hugh, Hugh Crane, mm-hmm. and, like, that creepy book he, like, drew for his daughter with, like, yeah. nasty shit. And they never, like, you never get the details of what it is, which is, I, in my opinion, when books and movies do that, it's, like, more horrifying. Right. Like, you you're just like what could it be oh my god i don't see it or like (laughs) my mind is running wild yeah exactly that was weird and like yeah that was um i was trying to like make sense of where that all comes in with the story maybe it's just like every haunted house has to have a good creepy backstory (laughs) yeah i guess so it's also reminding me um why i don't know why this book is reminding me of so many different things um Mm -hmm. i listened to this (laughs) 
inside your fingers look huge. <laughs> <laughs> when you're typing, it's like your tiny head and your ginormous like fingers. That's amazing. Sorry, I'm I love so that. sorry for interrupting. No, it's totally fine. Um, George Hodel. Oh um, yes, did you yes, listen the to Black like the Dahlia? Yeah. So yes. George Hodel. Oh yes. Into yes. what is that called? It's the like cult. Yeah, but it was like an actual name for that type of like oh, sexual oh, oh. interest. And it was like, like Dolly. It, it's a. It's like dark. Um, it was like Salvador Dolly. It was like the. Yeah. Um, okay, let me see. Dolly. What movement was it? It was the. Um... Oh, I guess it's just surrealism. Surrealism. Yes, yeah, that's it. Um. But I feel like a lot of the surrealism that they talk about, at least that I've read about involving George Hodel, is, like, very dark sexual sides of it, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of reminds me of that book for some reason. Yes, 100%. Because I think he, he, George Hodel, like, forced it onto his children as well. I think maybe that's why, but... Yes, and, like, was horrible. Yeah. Uh, abuser and like similar kind of yeah 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 yeah. gross i don't like it yeah that podcast was really rude of evil that's it yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it was obviously like well made but it was very disturbing it was very disturbing especially since it was like the family members telling the story yeah they're like yeah this happened to my mom i'm just like oh god how are you talking about this yeah no it was awful yeah don't like But yeah, I definitely see that connection for sure. Yeah. I don't know why my mind is just like being sparked by like this book in a lot of different ways. But mm-hmm. um, it definitely, as you were saying, like you kind of speed through it. Like the mm-hmm. first, what, 50, 80 pages where I was like, oh, it's not scary. What? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is slow. Like, what am I going <laughs> to do with this? Like, it reminds Ashley, me. Ashley, why would you suggest this? <laughs> it reminds me of like the beginning of the Bible where they're like, and Noah had so and so and the family tree. And like when they're introducing each person's oh, going to the yes. house. And yes. then when Eleanor's like driving through the town to like get there. That seemed very cinematic to me. Like it, it felt really like. It really did. Like she was writing this to be like you know it could go directly to the screen yeah and i would really like to watch that movie of that yeah. part of it like the characters in hillside mm-hmm. oh yeah so interesting oh my god i know she's she like, like oh my gosh don't you have a lot of tourists and then, like waitress <laughs> the girl's like, like no why <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like she kind of wins over that act- that actress <laughs> that- <laughs> see that uh, waitress too. Yeah, which yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. Man end up ends up leaving. Um. <laughs> even though the doc, Dr. Montag or whatever told her, "Don't stop in Hillside." Oh, I know. I love how there was all these like kind of tropes. Like yeah. it was like very. It, it was like ostensibly very traditional and like oh, this is just. So typical of the ghost story. Right. Yeah. Never stop in the town. And, and she maybe, goes there and all the people are horrible. Yeah. Maybe that's why I had a hard time getting into it, too, because I was just like, all right, okay. It's a creepy town. Um, yeah, it was just, like, so stereotypical in the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. But again, it gets good. Yeah. And then once it switches over, I was like, oh, shoot, I don't want to stop, but I I need to stop because I'm horrified. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a lot gets packed into, like, the very last, The like, last. Bit. Yeah. Actually, I was curious, what do you think about Mrs. Montag or Mrs. Montague? I don't know how you're supposed to say their last name. Oh. Um. Uh, wait, why? <laughs> well, because I just thought it was so interesting that she was like, yeah. it's like they're this happy little family, you know, they like have their dinner, they like joke about how scared they are. <laughs> yeah. And then she comes in and she's like, you guys are doing this all wrong. Like, you didn't even do a seance. Like, and she's such... Like, I don't know. It was just, it was like a weird, I I felt like I was reading a lot about trying to understand who these female characters were and like maybe what Jackson was trying to say with them. And I feel like when she came in, she's like this very dominating force and like, she's like having an affair with that, or I assumed having an affair Mm. with her like her guy that she brought along and it was just really yeah. interesting to me I guess how that's she, a like, good point played against the other characters i don't know why but i guess i didn't pay attention to her as much mm-hmm. i think i was too interested in eleanor to like really pay attention to her her character yeah but um yeah wow that's weird maybe i need to reread it because i don't i didn't really have much thought about her I just thought it was interesting how she was the one who wanted so badly to, like, engage in the haunting. And, like, they had that super scary night where everybody was just like, oh, my God, like, that was horrible. And she's like, nothing happened. Like, she, she, like, for her, nothing is revealed even though she really, really wants to, like, respect and talk to the spirits. Because she's not gay. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, seriously, though, wait. Because she is, like, she's got... Her husband, yeah. and she's, and, like, cheating on him with yeah. another man. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're right. I just put that together as Love. you were saying all of that. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then Luke and the doctor, what about them? Oh. Well. Okay. Okay. Let's think about this. <laughs> let's, let's put this together. How I thought you... Luke was interesting, too, because he was, like, kind of, like, playboy. Yeah. I was interested in luke's character i thought he was because he was clearly like caring and interesting but also he wasn't just like yeah he wasn't just like a flat bro right exactly and he's the only one that's related to the family mm-hmm. i wonder what that means yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't hate him Mm-mm. like i liked the four main people yeah um hmm I thought they were good together a lot of the time. I was interested, too, in, like, how mean Theo was to Eleanor sometimes. Like, that weird sort of competition that mm-hmm. came up between them was really interesting. I thought that their dynamic was weird from the beginning. Like, yeah. the way that Theo treats Eleanor from the beginning is bizarre to me. Like, we're even sisters. Yeah. And, like, the way that they so quickly come up with that, and then it's, mm-hmm. like, oh, you can't leave me, you can't do this, just, like, how how would it be? We just found out that we're related, even though mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think even earlier on, I think Eleanor is getting ready, or she's taking a bath or something, and Theo's like, if you're not out here, I'm gonna murder you. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's just so dramatic, like, the way yeah. she treats her. Weird. And I think that part of it is maybe she can see through Eleanor. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like there's a couple times where she brings up Eleanor's apartment. She's like, yeah, you know, like, your apartment you have. Oh, uh, yeah. She was, like, teasing her. Like, yeah. Like, I think it was she, clear she knew. Yeah. Like, I think she sees through Eleanor's, like, little lies or, like, mm-hmm. whatever she's hiding, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where some of the meanness might yeah. come out sometimes but yeah their dynamic from the beginning was strange like well personally i don't trust anybody that's that nice to me from the very beginning <laughs> like what's your motive you don't know me but it was weird because eleanor was also like from the very beginning she's like oh my god thank god you're here we're like best friends come into my room and like literally we had just learned that she's like the shyest loneliest person in the world but see that makes more sense to me because she is the first to arrive at this creepy home Mm-hmm. So, so she's, she's like excited that, out for yeah, connection. Like she's excited that someone else is there, so she's like not alone. Yeah. Which yeah. yes, we just found out she's like the shyest person, but I think that in that moment, if I arrived at a home like that <laughs> alone and people were like, You're not coming in. Like yeah. I protect the land. And I was yeah. like, Let me in and I got in and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, where am I? But yeah. the next person that showed up would be like, oh, thank God. I love you so much. That's, wait, now I'm thinking, you know how you said she, like, sees through Eleanor? Yeah. That was her whole reason that she was invited. Remember, she was, like, she was oh, kind of psychic. Yeah. And, like, and Eleanor just knows that. into the red in my recording just now, <laughs> yelling, <laughs> oh. <laughs> because Eleanor's oh also, like, God. I wonder if she, she's responding as if she knows what I'm saying. I wonder That's if she, right. you know, like. That there is that like weird. It's like, it's like if you were reading this as like a straight non, not straight, a straight <laughs> non scary story. If you like, <laughs> how odd that you know, you know, she's a not how odd. I guess it'd be like part of what is important about Theo's character is she's very intuitive and she mm-hmm. understands people and she sees through like maybe some of the walls that Eleanor's put up and maybe some of the mm-hmm. veils over Eleanor's own eyes about who she is and what she um, is about. But because it's also a ghost story, it's like one step further. Right. Not just that she's very intuitive. This bitch can read minds. She can read minds. <laughs> that's a really good point. And now that's making me think like, okay, so Eleanor is brought there because of the rocks at her house, right? Yes. So maybe she's bringing like the turbulence into the home. Yes, and okay, how bizarre is it that, like, her, she's experiencing this when, like, her sister's, like, God, how old were they? It was, like, wait, 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 let me find it. She was 12 years old, and her sister was 18 years old, and this rock thing happens, Mm -hmm. and then they never talk about it since, and almost, and they, not almost, they forget about it. It's not like they were, like, six and four. It's like they were 12 and 18, and rocks are raining on their house for at least three days before they go to somebody else's house. Do they they forget about it? Do they, though? I thought that there was a part where Eleanor, when they... When everyone arrives at the house and they're talking about it, Eleanor is like, no, 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 my mom said the neighbors did that. No, no, no. Well, that is true, but, like, she has to be reminded of it. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. Yeah, maybe she did. It's like, it had been forgotten by Eleanor and her sister, each of whom had supposed at the time that the other was responsible, which I think is like... Wait, what page is that? Sorry, that's on page four. Like, very indicative of their, like their non-relationship the two of them and how they don't 
have a real connection at all. Right. But that, yeah, she is bringing the turbulence for sure. Oh, shoot. Now I'm looking back to this and I forget about some of this. Um, huh. Where it says Luke Sanderson was a liar. He was also a thief. Mm-hmm. His aunt, who was the owner of Hill House, was fond of pointing out that her nephew had the best education, the best clothes, the best taste, and the worst companions of anyone she'd ever known. That's so, why I was expecting him to be a total dick, like such a, like, a, you know, playboy. Right. And then he kind of wasn't. It's like they kind of played with that expectation through that, that intro. Yeah. And I guess, I think because the beginning part of this book was slower for me to read that by the time I got into like the meat of the book I forgot Mm -hmm. about that introduction and it's interesting that they note that he was like a thief especially when that's supposedly part of the drama is that the dishes were stolen and like Mm -hmm. all that hmm talking about this with you is making me want to actually reread it and like always take better notes and like actually (laughs) analyze this book like We've talked about books, and I want to reread it because it's good. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I missed that part. Like, let me reread it and catch on to it. But now I want to reread this and, like, act like I'm in Kim McGowan's class and, like, yes. analyze it and, like, That's what I'm turn in a one-pager about it. Yeah. She's deep as fuck. Shoot. Like, she's literary as fuck. Yeah. There's, like, all these things that I realized I miss. I missed, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And it's such a small book. It's really short. It's only like 180 pages? 182. Yeah. 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 But there's so much. I know. There really is. Yeah. Especially knowing that like the first 80, they're not even like really into anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before like we finish up the the scary parts, (laughs) I want to talk more about the scary parts too. (laughs) The blood. The Oof. blood on Theo's clothes. Yes. And yes. then how it turns out that they're all fine. Yeah. I know that seems like very tropish, but for whatever reason, that freaked me out. That's towards it's the so end, crazy. right? Because they left the house, or they left the room all locked up, and then she moves into Eleanor's room. Uh-huh. But then later, when Mrs. Montague or Mrs. Montague comes, she's like, oh, let's open up the window, open up the door. She's like, what's the matter with you? Like, there's (laughs) nothing wrong with this. And everybody's like, oh, what? Yeah. So creepy. Wait, that was really creepy. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually done one of these recordings with you where I'm like, I'm going to reopen it tonight. (laughs) Like, I'm going to sit here and reopen this book. Yeah. Get on a a notepad next to me. (laughs) We're going to, like, write totally unnecessary essays about this yeah. and post it on our blog. Turn, turn them into each other. <laughs> Here's my essay. I wrote a five-page oh paper on yes. this book. Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> One thing I think that you should do, since you're such a Sylvia Plath um, acolyte mm-hmm. and scholar, mm-hmm. is... I mean, I think they were contemporaries, or at least around the same era, mm. like Jackson and Plath. I feel like you should do like a... I'm assigning you a term paper. <laughs> Comparative okay, uh, study <laughs> of Jackson and Plath and looking at their themes okay. and how they overlap. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you say that, because I was talking about Sylvia Plath to a co-worker today, and she was like, who? And I was like, No. <gasps> That's not okay. So I gave her some things to read. 
And she was like, oh, man, her life seems so interesting. She was just, like, reading about it online. She was like, mm-hmm. I wish there was a podcast about Sylvia Plath so I could just listen to it. And I was like, uh-huh. maybe I should do that. You should. I thought you were going to say, there is, and I can tell you what it's called. If there is, I do not know what it is. <laughs> and then I will not do it. But <laughs> if there isn't. I'm so proud of us. Such troubleshooting. I love it. We're so amazing. We are like technology mavens. <laughs> so... For our lovely listeners to know, mm-hmm. my phone died, <laughs> which is how we were communicating with one another. <laughs> yes. And then we couldn't figure out anything else. On, we, I couldn't figure out anything else on my computer. It was a but we. We, fi- we figured it out, though. Yeah. Um, Will, is there anything else you want to say about this book? Um... Where did I put it? Um, no. Okay. I just loved it, and I'm on a real Shirley Jackson kick, so if any of our listeners are into Shirley Jackson, like, they should connect read with it. us. Yeah. Also, we always do this where we hold our books up, but nobody's watching this except <laughs> us. This is the book we read right here. This is it. This is the one. (laughs) Look at your screen real quick so you can see the book we read. This is a book. (laughs) And we read it. And it's really good. How did we devolve at this point in the episode? (laughs) This is a book. And we read it. (laughs) Oh, boy. And we highly recommend it. Highly recommend. In fact, um, we might reread it and then talk guys, about it. Yeah, and if you guys want to be a part of our analyzing, send, send us, us your a five-page paper. Yes. It has Bye. to be five pav- pages. Pages. <laughs> if it's less than five pages, we'll send, send it, it back. back. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of your four-page paper. We don't need you. That's trash. 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 Garbage. Ugh. How dare you send us a four-pager. Only five pages. <laughs> well, actually, they could email it to us at drunkofthebook at gmail.com. At gmail.com. They could also screenshot it and send it to us at drunkofthebook on Instagram. Or on mm-hmm. Twitter. At or Drunk on Twitter. I don't know how we became such a mess. I did <laughs> down the last of my glass of wine, and I poured <clears throat> myself the rest mm. of the bottle. I think I was just so focused on the technology that, like, I was metabolizing the alcohol really fast. Yeah. It was just, like, stressing. <laughs> Your eyes like, need that booze. Need that booze. <laughs> I guess so. It hit, though. Oof. Yeah. It hit. Me too. Okay, so what are we reading next, Olivia? We're reading The Other Americans by Layla Lalami. Apparently, it's 301 pages, so... So, better get started. (laughs) So, need to get it tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Cool. Well, it sounds good.